You're listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with your hosts, Tim and Gary. Grab a bowl of Lucky Charms, put on your hammer pants, hammer pants, hammer! slip on your power glove, and relive your childhood with a show dedicated to the love of animation. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Disney. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And so much more. It's time for Saturday Morning Rewind. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Saturday Morning Rewind. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Nidell. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Saturday Rewind. And I am your co-host, Gary Lane. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SMRGary. And we are back for another episode, man. I am excited about this one. It just came to my mind just a few days ago because we had a totally different thing we were going to talk about. And then like right. spontaneously, I was like, no, we're not going to talk about this. We're talking about this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 great to be back. I'm excited to do it. I almost forgot like Twitter and Instagram uh, at the beginning <laughs> there. I, I don't know if you could tell it in my voice, but I got confused at what I was saying. Uh haven't self-promoted in a while. <laughs> I just thought you, I thought you forgot your name or something. Well, that was part of it. <laughs> so before we go on, we I did, I think this is our first time recording since the passing of Chuck McCann, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't think I think it passed right after we released our latest, you know, Gary and Tim episode. And of course, he is, you know, I consider him a family member because he was on the podcast. I want to say when was that? five years ago maybe it had to have been four or five yeah because yeah. i was at my last job yeah i was at wow. a, a different house and uh so go back to that interview it's a fun crazy interview because he's just a heck of a guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's it's sad because you know we all grew up listening to chuck mccann you know my favorite character of his is probably burger beagle from the original ducktales right but he voiced so many amazing characters on so many amazing shows um I loved Muscle and Pac-Man because it kind of did the same voice as Burger Beagle on the Pac-Man mm-hmm. cartoon from the 80s. And he he will be missed. He will definitely be missed. Such a great guy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. Did we do a In Memoriam this year? No, uh, I don't think we no. did. But it is on the YouTube channel. Yeah, so. yeah, I put a video up on the YouTube channel. Speaking of, go check out our YouTube channel. And uh, before, actually, before you do that, please go check out the old Chuck McCann interview. I, I do want to say that I was going to pull a little bit of audio to play on this interview, play on this episode right now. But five years ago was when the podcast was kind of having some audio issues. <laughs> and um, everything was done over the phone. Now right. everything's done with the PC. Even if they're on this phone, I'm on my PC recording it. So we're both on our cell phones. And so the audio might not be the greatest, but go check it out. You know, he, he's a great guy. He tells some amazing, amazing Hollywood stories. You won't regret it. And just bear with us on those earlier episodes. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know the audio quality does get better. So Yeah, hopefully you stick around. I know some people out there like David. He's stuck around since like year one. He's still listening now. Right. So thank you, David. Yeah, thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the YouTube show, back to the YouTube channel. Please go check that out. I'm building it like crazy. You know, if I'm not doing the podcast, I'm working on the YouTube channel. It's 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 insane. And it's getting better. It's getting pretty great. I just released a brand new episode of the uh, unboxing um, show that Christian and I do called Saturday Morning Rewind Presents. And again, I hate calling it an unboxing show because it's not really an unboxing show. 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, we yes, we do unbox toys, so that's why it's unboxing. But it's more to that. I've seen unboxing shows that have horrible audio, horrible video. The sets, there's there is no set. <laughs> right. But this it's is just, a show. Yeah, it's just hands and a voice essentially. Exactly. Exactly. Things. This is Christian and myself. We have a, a set. We have an arcade system behind us. We have a mannequin dresses Bebop from Ninja Turtles. We have a mannequin dresses She. Uh, I'm a, I said Shiro. My gosh, <laughs> as Shitara from uh, Thundercats, and it's a cool show. I mean, I know I make it, I edit it, I I shoot it, I act in it, but it's it's a show I would actually love because it's all about 80s and 90s. It's it's like a video version of the show you're listening to right now. That's right, but but Tim, you're not acting. That's you're, true. You're genuinely excited about well, I am. I am. <laughs> the subject matter. And yeah, where else can you go to get a Bebop and a, a Shatara uh, mannequin? You know, yep. like that's pretty cool. In our latest episode I just released, seriously, like an hour ago, as we're recording right now, is yep. the Ninja Turtle episode where we talk all about Raphael toys from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, or no, mid-2000s for this one. Mm-hmm. So it's a cool one. Go check it out, please. Uh, Saturday Morning Rewind presents. All the links are on our website, or just go to YouTube and type that in. You'll find it. One more thing. I want to give a quick thank you and shout-out to our Patreon subscribers. So thank you, Jared Tolbert, Mike Clemens, Erica Palello, Juwan Bledsoe, Caitlin O. Great One. She's got a great name, by the way. And uh, <laughs> our newest family member, our newest Patreon supporter, Ty. Thank you so much, Ty. Welcome to the family. Awesome. Thank you, guys and girls. Yep. And remember, you too can be part of the family at only two bucks a month. That's where it starts. So go check out our donation tab on the website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. You are listening to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim and Gary. Sword of Omens, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. And don't forget, fans, be sure and listen to Saturday Morning Rewind with Tim Nidell. Thundercats! Oh! So like I said in the intro, we had a totally different thing planned. We were all going to talk about Ninja Turtles, because we don't really ever talk about Ninja Turtles, and it fit with the YouTube video. But recent news about the upcoming live-action He-Man movie hit just last week, so I kind of wanted to talk about that and talk a little bit about the cartoon itself. Yeah, can I just say how surprising it is that we don't ever really talk about Ninja Turtles? Because we're yeah. both huge fans. Yeah, it's great. No, it's in uh, my top five from the 80s cartoons. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, and, and kind of same with this show. I'm surprised it's taken us this long to get around to it. Exactly, because He-Man is also in my top five. So. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a quick funny story. It actually goes okay. well with the uh, Lion-O thing I just played there, the audio. So just cool. yesterday, I went to Goodwill because I, I like to find some good old toys from Goodwill, and I picked up some great things for the YouTube show. Um, I was wearing my my typical um, Thundercats hat with Lionel on it, which if you watch the YouTube show, it's the hat that I wear pretty much all the time on that show. And I was checking out, and this girl there, I want to say she was she's got to be between the ages of 25, 28, 29-ish. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 10 years younger than I. And um, she starts like giggling. She's like, "I like, I really love your hat." I say, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> I said it was my favorite cartoon as a kid because he knows Thundercats. I love Thundercats. Mm-hmm. And a couple seconds later, she goes, "Yeah, I really love, uh, I really love Skeletor in it." <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I disagreed. It's like, yeah, he's great. 
right. Yeah, you have to kind of weigh your options. Like, is disagreeing <laughs> worth? Yeah, no, it really wasn't worth my my time and her time. You know, it, it, we were both happy. Yeah. You know, because he yeah. man he man and Skeletor are great. You know, it's just not mm-hmm. my it's not my favorite cartoon of all time, but right. that's fine. At least she she knew what it was, which means in her mind she did know Thundercats. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because she recognized it as that era, that genre, of the right. early '80s cartoons. Yeah, that that happens to me all the time. I, I'm one of those weird people. Like, I wear T-shirts of things that I love and uh, and hats and stuff. But then when people like interact with me about it, I just smile and like say thank you. I don't <laughs> I don't push the issue, even <laughs> though you think that I would. Yeah, yeah. Usually, <laughs> if I feel it outright, I'll give them a business card. Right. You right. know, which I I, I don't. Th- yeah, I did have one on me yesterday, so I could have done that. But I think she was kind of maybe too young. I don't Probably. know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's so weird because I have this. Uh, I've talked about it on here before, but I have this Wild West Cowboys and Mesa T-shirt, and uh, I was wearing it whenever we went to. My wife and I visited New York recently, and we went into the Disney store in Times Square, and uh, there was an associate, and I was standing there looking at like something, and and my wife was like, "He's he's singing your song," and I'm like, "What? Who's she talking about?" And there was this cast member over there singing the every word to the Wild West Cowboys oh, and Mesa wow. theme song. <laughs> N- nobody knows and, uh, that though how did they know that i know i don't know i don't know and uh it just blew my mind and but then i was just kind of standing there smiling like okay what do i say now <laughs> <laughs> well of course they wanted a tip that's what they were doing that for probably so yeah <laughs> but uh i just smiled and kind of said right on dude <laughs> <laughs> so He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It debuted on September 5th, 1983 and ran until November 21st of 1985. So Gary, when were you born? Uh after the show started. Uh, yeah, that's so, right. I, I always I forget it. I always forget how young you actually are. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did catch it in reruns. Yeah, I was going to uh, say it, trying... it reran up until 1990. Mhm. I'm so. trying to remember where I saw it, but I definitely remember watching it some as a kid. And, uh, yeah, see, I was born in 1980, so I, I, I would kind of vaguely, vaguely remember when it came out in 83, but definitely by the time I hit 85, I was of age mm-hmm. to remember a lot of that, because that's when, you know, I, I loved Thundercats, and that was right before 85, mm-hmm. and I remember that vividly. So I remember He-Man as well as Thundercats, honestly, because two of them, they went hand-to-hand, you know, just like the girl at the Goodwill thought. Right. They right. were very, very similar in, in story, characters, and that kind of stuff, and animation. So the show ran for two seasons, which, honestly, it's it's hard to imagine only two seasons because, I mean, I guess I just remember a lot of reruns because it did rerun for, you know, yeah. seven years. Well, there were a lot of episodes, as I recall. Yeah, 65 for each season. So that's a lot of episodes for each season. That that is, yeah. It makes me wonder, because I always get fascinated by, like, the the behind-the-scenes timeline, like, how long they were working on this show prior to 1983. Like, when did they actually start on it? And the funny thing is, I don't think, uh, you know, it's more known now than it was a couple years ago, but the show was second. The action figures were first. Right, yeah. And that great docu-series on Netflix, um, The Toys That Made Us, had a whole episode mm-hmm. all about He-Man. And I highly, highly re- recommend that one because that was my favorite one of all the ones they did so far. Oh, really? My, mine so far has been the, the Barbie episode, but <laughs> of there, course. there hasn't of course. been a bad episode. <laughs> no, and, and they just got picked up for season two, and it starts later this May. So, Okay, cool. 
So yeah, I highly recommend that. As you remember, in December, we have the creator on our show, Brian, and uh, we talked a little bit about each of the episodes. So go check that out. I believe it came out right before Christmas. Yeah, but it's it's just really cool getting to learn all the behind-the-scenes facts here from actual like executives at the studio and such. Yeah. And, uh, learn a lot. And, of course, one more thing. If you love He-Man, which I hope you do because you're listening to this right now, Go back to our interview from last October, November with the one and only Alan Oppenheimer, who was, of course, Skeletor and like a 50,000 other characters on the show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was looking. There's only about five people on this show. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I pulled a little bit of audio from my my favorite moment when I was talking to Alan in person. I don't really I don't do a lot of in-person ones because I'm in Montana. But this is in person. Gary's right in front of us recording with the video. I'm sitting next to Alan, and uh, we share this moment right here. Well, Tim, I'm glad to have talked with you. <laughs> you boob, I don't know why I agreed to this in the first place, but I'm glad I did. And lots of good luck to you, and I really mean that, from Oppenheimer and Skeletor. Thank you so much, sir. You're a mensch. Thank you. Like I said before, meeting him and the interaction that we had is one of my favorite memories of all time not just of the podcast of all time yeah it was it was pretty surreal yeah getting to uh getting to be a part of that moment and like i said he kissed me on the cheek right for that little audio segment there he kissed me on the cheek and it was (laughs) it was emotional man yeah and the great thing is the next day i got kissed on the same cheek by minnie mouse that's right (laughs) that's not a bad weekend (laughs) no it was not (laughs) Of course, you're talking about Rusey Taylor, if you didn't know that. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so that's the cartoon. Of course, in, in on August 7th, 1987, they released the live-action movie starring Dolph Lundgren. And say what you will about it, it's fun. It's a guilty pleasure of mine. I still like it a lot. Is it <laughs> is it good? No, it's not. But do I love it? Yeah, I, I do love it. <laughs> Uh, I remember seeing this, but I, I don't remember anything about it much. Uh, yeah, it's set in it's, New York City, which I hated, and yeah. it just didn't have all the characters I wanted to see. They they kind of do Skeletor and He-Man right, but everybody else is just done wrong. Right. I don't know. This was a weird... 1987, I feel like between this and like Double Dragon and just a bunch of other little things that came out around the same six to eight year time period yeah. just these and the super mario brothers I was about to say movie. super mario brothers and yeah, yeah. these new york based i know uh, i know franchise films and like i always say in everything i talk about is when you when you make something that's so beloved so beloved uh-huh. don't take them out of the element i always hate right. it when they take them out of the element i know they did it for a budget reason for the mm-hmm. He-Man movie, at least. But just don't do it. It's not going to turn out well if you take them out of the element. It's very much similar when, like, a sitcom goes to Hawaii for an episode. It's never the yeah. same, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. It, I, I, I kind of hate when they do it. And, and like, it's weird because we were watching, I don't know, I think the episode where Roseanne and her family go to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. And just just the, the, the budget seems so different. Yep, the uh, budget and the, the laugh track is different. Yeah, it's just not the same. Of course, they it's always not. did that on ABC shows because it was run yep. by Disney. So. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a giant half an hour to hour commercial for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand why, but I don't necessarily approve. <laughs> nope, I agree. I remember when the whole TJF um, every single show went to Disney World. Yep. 
Full House. And, yep. and yeah. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it because I like seeing Disney World stuff, but it just wasn't mm-hmm. the same. Well, at least at least with uh, Full House, they had the voice of Aladdin there, and that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on that note, this past yeah. week, news came out about the upcoming He-Man movie. Um, Gary, go ahead and, and read off what the movie is supposed to be about. Now, again, this has not been confirmed. This has been like rumored that this is leaked somewhere. Okay, so the website explains, our source has indicated to us that in the upcoming film, King Randor will be presented as the great warrior king of Eternia, a descendant of the Skulls and the father of two sons, Adam and Keldor. As the film begins, Keldor is the chosen heir to the throne and his brother Adam is young, unfit, and a bit of a black sheep. Where Adam's relationship with his father is strained, Keldor is the epitome of a perfect son, beloved by his father, until the fate of Eternia is put on the line. With his kingdom on the line, Randor puts his people first, betraying Keldor, inciting the series of events that leads to him becoming the iconic Skeletor. They continue, the film will allow the meek and uncertain Adam as he assembles a group of heroes to take on his fallen brother and his collection of cronies. As you might expect, some familiar faces will be joining Adam in the fight. So according to this, He-Man and Skeletor can be brothers. Right. Reading, the, just listening to that, it, it's it's too much like Loki and Thor. It is, and it's it's weird that you would say that because this was actually the first time that I read through this in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah, no, it's identical. Don't do mm-hmm. it. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's it's not accurate, first of all. And they're also humanizing Skeletor, which I hate. Mm-hmm. They're they're given a little bit of sympathy for for He Man for for Skeletor. Um, right. Remember when they did that to a Cobra Commander in the G.I. Joe live action movie? Yeah. With Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt. No, it's not going to work. Just make Skeletor <laughs> Skeletor. Yeah, everything needs a backstory, and that's kind of the cool thing about He-Man is that I was I was curious. I was like, did the first episode even really have a, a, a pilot-type setting? And it didn't. It just kind of just yeah, threw you right into exactly. it. Exactly. And uh, you sink or swim, and that's what I liked about stuff back I, in the day. I agree. We're, so many comic book movies have come out in the last 20 years, and they've told the same backstory over and over and over again. We really don't need a backstory. It's yeah, exactly. It's do we need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne murdered again? Do we need to see Uncle Ben <laughs> die, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Yep. And uh, I'm 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 glad. At least with He Man, it'll be a different origin story, I guess. Yeah, it's true. We're, we have it's not being force fed every five years or whatnot, so it's a different right. one. I mean, I I I I will go see it even if it sticks to the storyline, and it's I think it's still going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But it's too much like Loki and Thor. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I think it is kind of cool. I'm not going to say humanizing Skeletor, but giving him more of a backstory or like a reason to be the bad guy that he is. I like that aspect of it, but it seems just too familiar. So, of course, that news came from uh, Bloody Disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have to give him credit because that's where I first saw it. It's been announced everywhere else, too, so I can name off any other website, but that's where I first saw it. So thanks, guys, for posting that. And mm-hmm. uh, so Sony Pictures is attached, which mm, not yeah. always a good thing, and not usually a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yep. <laughs> um, and the directors are Aaron and Adam Nee. You're probably saying, "Who is that?" I'm saying that right now. I've I've looked them up on IMDb. I'm still asking that. Yep, they have like one uh, independent film to their name. Yeah, I believe the Last Romantic. I watched the trailer for it. I mean, it's an independent movie. Mm-hmm. But honestly, maybe this is what this needs. 
maybe a maybe. franchise needs an independent filmmaker. Right. Because we've well, seen we've seen big films by big directors like Michael Bay and Joel Schumacher. We've seen those mm-hmm. budget movies with with franchises and they're not good. Right. But then again, on the other hand, maybe the Knee Brothers are just going to be puppets for Sony. It's very possible. I I I really don't know. The one thing that I will say that's kind of cool is that with at least with Marvel, and this is probably going to be, well, I guess it's technically the second reference to Marvel, but <laughs> still with with uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and now both of the Infinity War movies, they tapped the Russo brothers, who up till Captain America, the Winter Soldier, had only done two movies, Welcome to Collinwood and You, Me, and Dupree. Okay. The farthest thing from yeah. action movies. And they have turned into two of my favorite action directors. That's so a good, That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's hope, but it still feels weird to, to go this route. Yeah, I, that's a very good point. It's like the, the, the song creators for The Greatest Showman. They mm-hmm. hired them seven years ago before they were anybody. And, yep. and now they're like Tony Award winning, you know, songwriters and Oscar award winning songwriters. So you never yep. know. You never know. It is true. I'm I'm not going to judge until... At least I see the first trailer, and then yeah. I can be super mad about it. <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of like, I kind of like how it's not anybody huge attached to it mm-hmm. as the directors. Now the writer is different. Um, supposedly the screenplay was written by David S. Goyer, which say what you will, it can go either way with him. Yeah. Um, some of his credits were uh, Batman versus Superman, which a lot of people didn't like. I didn't hate it. I liked a lot of I, it. I didn't uh, either. Um, he also wrote the story. For the Dark Knight, along with Christopher Nolan, hmm. he also I didn't know this. He actually wrote Blade from 1998. Oh wow! Yeah, and also okay. Dark City from 98 as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, and those are great movies right there. But so he's been involved with both DC and Marvel, and uh, that seems to happen. And I'll probably talk about that later too. But yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also read. I believe it's the same article, maybe a different one that somewhere along the line in other storylines of He-Man, um, the two of them were tied as family before Skeletor and He-Man were. Um, I read that somewhere Skeletor was revealed as the brother of He-Man's father. I read that too. I don't know where that and... was. I don't think it was a cartoon at all. Uh... Maybe the comics or something. or maybe. Well, you think it was the uh, reboot cartoon? It, it could have been the reboot. I didn't watch any of those at all. Yeah, I didn't either. So it could have been that, which I, I prefer that storyline over the brothers. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I always felt Skeletor was older anyways than He-Man. Right. So right. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm kind of curious, you know, will will this be a mask or... Yeah, exactly, exactly. A different, yeah. yeah. I'm completely fine with believing he's like a different, not race, but like a different... Um, species or something yeah. you know it, it like, i never really asked the question <laughs> like mumra and Lionel, you know they're not brothers they're just totally opposite things you know mm-hmm. yeah sometimes that's fine yeah okay so according to the website the movie is supposed to be coming out december 18th 2019 i still kind of think that's kind of soon yeah for action so. pass packed uh cg movie that's not even started doing anything yet so mm-hmm. we'll see I, I doubt i think it's gonna be 2020 well, maybe they'll uh, set it in New York so they don't have to worry about the CG stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in all honesty, I hope that they don't 
make this earth centric i mean it doesn't yeah i don't have think it to will. be a planet hopping movie like guardians of the galaxy but just have it set somewhere that's nondescript it can look like just use somewhere in new zealand or something yeah. and and just mm-hmm. that's fine with me exactly so, like I said, nothing has really been at all announced about this movie other than the fact it's getting made at some point. So, I thought it would be fun if Gary and I would kind of think of a dream cast that we would like to see cast as the main characters of He-Man. Yes. And I'm excited about this, man. When I thought about it, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this should be pretty cool. It, it was Some of these were harder to think yeah. of than others. Yeah, they were. Uh, I had a couple that were like so easy. Like I thought of them within a second. Um, uh-huh. The other ones I thought I had until I was writing it up today. I was like, nope, I don't like that anymore. So I'm going to change it. <laughs> and so I might have a couple, you know, first picks and second picks for a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And, and by uh, the episode, by the time this episode actually airs, we'll yeah, change your mind back and go, oh, I don't <laughs> like any of these picks. <laughs> yeah. This kind of reminds me of what Wizard used to do in the 90s. They probably still do it now. The, the dream casting of all the comic book movies, you know? Remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I, I thought it was hilarious how in the mid-90s they chose Patrick Stewart as, as Xavier, and <laughs> sure enough, he became Xavier. Yep. I saw there's some meme floating around on Facebook of some people were just born to play the role or something, yeah. and it had, like, Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. and Patrick Stewart and people like that. Yep. It was pretty neat. Okay, so I'm gonna go first on this first pick because I wanted to, I want to choose He-Man. All right. Okay. So He-Man, also Prince Adam, um, super typecasting for me. I, I cannot get past this guy's looks and his acting can fit it quite well too. I gotta go with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I got to. I know. I mean, it's uh, hard not to think about him as He-Man. Mm-hmm. It's it's true, and and I feel like. If if Thor weren't a thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he would have been a top pick for me. And then I thought, well, what about his brother? Well, no, here, uh, okay, no, listen to me, listen to me. I'm not done yet. Okay, oh, okay, I'm sorry. So I I would not be opposed to them using two actors for Prince Adam and He Man. Ah, so I thought okay. Chris Hemsworth can be He Man, and his brother mm-hmm. can be Prince Adam. That makes sense. They look similar, not identical uh-huh. at all. Um, um and uh, Liam is his name, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liam. Um, that was convincing. Yeah, 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 Liam. I had to look it up. Yeah, Liam, he's, yeah. I mean, he's built and all, but he's not nearly as big as Chris is. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be kind of cool to have, I, I mean, you know, it's kind of like the freakazoid effect where it's totally a different person being the normal person and then one being the superhero. Right. And that right. way you don't get a bulky chris hemsworth and you know trying to be prince adam you know changing his right. voice to sound somebody so different yeah so that's what i think i think i think it'd be kind of cool to get the both of them in on one movie i like that i like that and it's it's kind of funny because we were re-watching thor ragnarok uh on saturday and there's a scene where they're like uh reenacting some scenes on uh asgard and uh thor is being portrayed by Liam. Uh, Loki is being portrayed by Matt Damon hmm. and, and uh, Odin is being portrayed by Sam Neill. Uh, <laughs> and they, and they're all dressed, you know, as the characters that they play and you almost wouldn't even recognize Matt Damon. But uh, I was just looking at Liam Hemsworth and I was like, who is that guy? He looks just like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> and uh, 
So that would be perfect. Yeah, I think, I think that'd be kind of cool, I think. I know it's cheesy, but I don't know if a lot of the fans would, would dig it, but I think it'd be kind of cool. I think it's it's not as cheesy as trying to pull off Chris trying to be somebody else. Yeah, I agree. I you know, agree. we all know, we all see Clark Kent. I'm like, no, that's not Clark, that's Superman. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. And you don't, like you don't, want, cool you don't want somebody scrawny to play Prince Adam because he's not scrawny, you know? He's got to mm-hmm. be able to pick up that sword to do the transformation and everything, you know? Right. This is true. Uh, I like that. I, I went a, a slightly different route because I was, I was just trying to think, like, who have I seen on film that, you know, has had long hair and, and could pull off, you know, like with a shirt on could look kind of scrawnyish, mm-hmm. and then with a shirt off could look, you know, relatively muscular. And so I went with Alexander Skarsgård who uh, was Tarzan in the most recent Tarzan movie. Uh, he's also in Game of Thrones, right? Is he? Oh, I don't. I never sure. watch it. I don't ever watch it. I, just, I know the name from somewhere. I just don't know where. There's several, like, Skarsgårds and Sarsgårds. Yeah. So it might be him. It might be someone else. <laughs> but uh, that was just kind of, like, where my brain went after I was, like, because initially, of course, I thought Chris Hemsworth. I know. And, and then, it's, and hard, it's hard. First of all, it's hard not to pick a lot of Marvel people for this pick because – they're mm-hmm. they're hot now, you know what I mean, and they're it's action true. stars. So I I do have one or two more from Marvel movies picked for my choices, mm-hmm. and it's hard not to because I think they would be a good fit. Yeah, I think so. So did you pick uh, Tom Hiddleston as a uh, Skeletor? <laughs> <laughs> Skeletor. All right. So my pick for Skeletor. Yeah. First of all, I'm not a fan of a lot of CG. Right. But I think I think Skeletor needs to be CG. At okay. least, at least the face, at least his face, which is fine, because nowadays, yeah. you know, Ready Player One has amazing CG in it, and you know, Star Wars has amazing CG. They can do it if they do it right. They can do it. Yeah. So CG it, and I mean, first of all, think of getting Alan Oppenheimer. He can still do the voice. Okay. If you have to get a, just a voice, just have Alan do Skeletor. You know. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to go that route, if you don't want to make the fans happy. <laughs> um, this one I was thinking a little about this one and it doesn't really fit in with the brother aspect of it because he's older than Chris Hemsworth unless you mm-hmm. never see Skeletor as a human form right I would go with Gary Oldman oh interesting yeah I never once thought about him but that would be a good pick yeah that's who I would go with as long as you don't see his face because he is much older like Chris Hemsworth. Right. So, and my other choice was if you don't go that route, I would have Andy Serkis. Okay. Because he can do the motion capture and the voice. He's an amazing actor right. too. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny you say that because he's actually on my list later. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, well, my, my thoughts were, I think if we're going to go similar age range, if they're going to be brothers, then um, Cillian Murphy would be an interesting pick. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying his first name right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. uh, Immediately, my brain went to, like, who has the boniest faces? I know that's kind of rude, so sorry to the people I picked. But I also thought if if we're going to go a little bit older, then Michael Shannon is, like, so good at playing a a freak. (laughs) Yeah. And and then, you know, if if we went the uncle route, then I think Willem Dafoe would be a good pick. But I'd have to say, you know, somewhere between... Cillian Murphy and Michael Shannon would be my choice. I like that. Both both terrific actors, and they're not on top of everybody's radar, you know? 
It's true, yeah. And they should be. They really should be. Yeah, I think so. And I think if they want to make Skeletor like super dark, then Michael Shannon would be the person to do yeah. that. Cause... He's, he's really big too, so I'm tall. Yeah. He's really tall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like and that. and and if they went just natural faces, then I could kind of see them not even having to use CG mm-hmm. on his face. Yeah, but but you know, nice. I like those. Yeah, I approve. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is an easy one: Cringer uh, Battle Cat. Just get Alan Hoppenheimer, and it's done. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's funny you say that because I was going to say I I put down Alan Hop- uh, Oppenheimer as well. <laughs> I mean, why not? He can still do it. Why not? Yep. I mean, and then I thought, like, if, if if they have to get a name, then I thought Tom Holland actually has, like, a voice that I could uh-huh. hear being kind of nervous and okay. brave. You know? Okay. But he is Spider-Man now, so it's like, yeah. you know, that voice is in my head. I can see him being an Orko as well, kind of a young, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see yeah, that. I can see that. <laughs> so let's do that. Let's do Orko. Okay. So this is where I picked Andy Circus. Yeah, okay, sweet. Because I thought, we're so used to not seeing his face, but mm-hmm. they could do something cool with the motion capture and sort of make Orko's face a little more... Ah, yeah. So you see something you know. instead of just black and eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. And cool. like you say, he's a good actor too, so yeah. he, could, he could pull it off. I mean, okay, Orko. People hate him. I've always <laughs> liked him. Um, uh-huh. he's, he, he's he's the annoying sidekick, which, you know, He-Man kind of needs, I guess. Yeah. Um. I don't want you to change it too much, guys. When you make the movie, please don't make him darker than he should be. Yeah. Because I can see them going that route. I can see them changing it, making it into like a macho, dark character, which he does not need to be. Right. Yeah. Or or going in the complete opposite direction and making him making, making him, him a Michael Bay way character. too silly. Yeah. 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 No. The no skids. fart jokes. No. No ball jokes. No. Nothing. Yeah. Just <laughs> he. He does magic. Just have him do magic. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't make him skiz and mud flap because yeah. mud flap because that's just too far. <laughs> and for me, I, for me, I I picked a voice actor. I I, I kind of think Tom Kenny would be cool as Orko. I, I I thought about him too. Yeah, for that, actually, I don't know why. Maybe the SpongeBob voice. I don't know. And of course, you don't want to hear SpongeBob. He can he can do many of the voices, but I think Tom Kenny would be a cool fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tom Kenny's one of those rare voice actors that I think I know his voice, and then sometimes yeah. he does something that's so out of left field I don't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be cool. Okay, uh, Man at Arms. This one was one of the hardest for me. I agree. Um, I always saw Man at Arms as an older guy in the cartoon mm-hmm. series. I don't know how old, actually. But right. I figured at least 20 years older than He-Man. So probably mm-hmm. in his 40s, maybe lower 50, uh, lower 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got an amazing mustache. <laughs> right. Um, if I was casting this 20 years ago, I would say Tom Selleck. But yeah. Tom Selleck's like way too old now. Mm-hmm. But this was a hard one. I'm still looking at my, my choices right here. Um, I'm going to say the... Ugh. Okay, yep, I'm picking one now. Uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, okay. He's I know, he's older. He's sixty three right now, mm-hmm. but he's ripped. It's true. I think I think he can pull it off. I, you can make him look younger. You can dye his hair, dye his mustache, whatever. I think he'd be a cool fit. I like that. Uh, and I mean, he, he obviously has to be older because he's Tila's father, right? So, well, technically, um, he found her. Okay. Yeah, he was the adoptive father, and she finds out later. 
So oh, yes, okay. she's supposed to be the father of Tila. All right, I, I haven't completely followed the arc of the, the storyline, if that's not obvious. But um, I, I knew that he had to be older. So I initially, and maybe it's because Avengers or whatever, but I, I initially thought of Josh Brolin because oh, yeah, he's just a big dude. Yeah, I've never seen him fit. with a mustache. But yeah, that's a cool fit. But um, and then I thought, well, I kind of want to go a little more obscure, so I went with Billy Crudup. Oh, I love Billy Crudup. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's great, and I've seen him with a mustache. Yeah, I know, me too. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. And actually, I can see him as Skeletor as well. Oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That could be fun. I just want for him to get more work, so. Me too. Me too. He's a great actor. I've loved him since Almost Famous. You could put a wig on him and make him Tila, and I'd be fine with it, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, Tila. Uh, the beautiful yeah. Tila from the cartoon. Uh, I'm not sure how old she's supposed to be. I'm assuming around He-Man's age, which mm-hmm. is still kind of unknown. I would assume uh, 20. I don't know. Yeah. Um, She's got that really pretty red hair on the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I pick these characters, it's hard to look past people that don't have mustaches and people that don't have red hair, <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, so I, I kind of stuck with the red hair theme. <laughs> um, she's a little, little older. I, I love Jessica Chastain. She'd be mm-hmm. a good fit, kind of a little bit older. Um, I was also thinking of Rebecca Ferguson, who I fell in love with during The Greatest Showman. Tim, if we had a camera on this on this call, you would see that I wrote down Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my top two I was thinking of for this, and I couldn't yeah. decide which one because I love them both. I know, and and they both kind of work for uh, for the look. Uh, I also saw um, or thought about Emma Stone. I don't think she's anywhere near as pretty as the other no, two. No, see, that's why she kind of annoys me in a lot of things. She's good in some yeah. things. I don't want to see her in this because I think she would bring <laughs> too much of a nerdy, weird vibe to the movie. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just yeah. I'm just speaking weird. I don't know. Uh, no, I I got you. I mean, she she definitely does bring a certain level of off or eccentric yeah. to the the fold. So, um, yeah, I I think I think Rebecca Ferguson would be my okay. Pick. Well, then let's do that. Let's both say Rebecca Ferguson, so you guys better get her. And she's close to to Chris's age. I think she's only a couple years older than Chris. Mm-hmm. And and I think I looked, and she's right around Alexander Skarsgård's age. So oh, either you way go. you go, there you go. See, perfect. <laughs> and I know Jessica Chastain is six years older than Chris, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. So, on to Sorceress now? Let's do Sorceress. Um, This one... All right, I just got to say this real quick. This is where I picked Jessica Chastain. <laughs> okay. Je- that's great. No, I love her so much. She's amazing. Yep. And uh, I-, I chose... Um, Okay, so the Sorceress is another one where I don't really know her age. She's wise, mm-hmm. she's gorgeous, and yet she looks like she's 20 sometimes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so Jessica Chastain. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I, I was thinking you can go two ways with this. You can go kind of older, not super old, but kind of older, where I would choose Charlize Theron. Okay. Or kind of younger with uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, perfect, yeah. Both amazing actresses as well. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I, I really like Margot Robbie, but for whatever reason, every time I see her now, I think of Harley Quinn, and it's kind of, like, <laughs> damaged damage my uh yeah thought process a little bit well then just but, just think of um wolf of wall street and it'll change it 
<laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think both of those would be good picks. Yeah. All right. So let's go from one woman to another. Let's talk about uh, Evil Lynn. Okay. You go first in this one. All right. I went with this one was kind of hard for me too for some reason. Uh, and this one I was went the, with... this was my easiest one of all of them. Really? Yep. Okay. I doubt we agree, but if we if we do, then there's a weird wavelength happening right now. <laughs> so I went with uh, Olivia Munn on her. Oh wow. So much younger than I would. No, not younger. I guess she's about she's my age almost. She's only a few years younger than me. I could yeah, see I'd... that. Um, her acting isn't always the greatest sometimes. That that is true. That is true. But I was just thinking looks wise. I was yeah, kind of looks to wise. Put a I can see that face into the image. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can see that. I, I, mm-hmm. I and I haven't spent a lot of times watching her movies. I think I've only seen her in X Men, um, and a couple comedy movies and Attack of the Show, which we talked about earlier. She was the co-host in that. I right. Think, I think it's about it, honestly. I I've pretty much just seen X Men, and I thought that I thought that Psylocke was pretty great looking yeah, in terms yeah. of character. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her acting necessarily. I don't. I don't remember her talking in that movie. <laughs> no, not really. I remember there's like a scene where you think she's going to talk, and then she just sort of backs out of a room. That's exactly. That's what I was envisioning right now. When we're talking. I remember her turning around, and walking away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So evil then right. for me. I see her as dark. I see her as sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see her as somewhat of an older woman. Not super old I th- again. I think I might know who you're going to go with, and it was my first thought if that's true. Okay. <laughs> we we recently saw her as this kind of a character last year, and I'm not basing my opinion on that because I would have thought of her way before I saw that movie. Okay. And I'm casting Kate Blanchett. Oh... I didn't even think about her. Huh. Very similar to her character in the latest Thor movie, I would think. Yeah, But like I said, I'm not even thinking about that at all. She's a a, a remarkable actress, and I think she's gorgeous. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Uh, And and for some reason, you know, I'm so used to seeing her as a blonde, but whenever she had the the black hair as Hera, I was like, wow, she looks completely different and still amazing. Yes, she's what I first, she's the first person I thought of after prior Chris Hemsworth as person i would cast for he-man for the for the characters yep you can't see me but i'm i'm setting this piece of paper on fire plus your answer is way better (laughs) (laughs) don't do that kids that was just a joke Uh, (laughs) but i kind of thought you you might say angelina jolie because okay she has she has a very particular look about her yeah she does those uh, eyes amazing eyes for the character i would think too yeah, and that's that's mostly what I was thinking, but I can't escape Maleficent, so yeah, yeah. it's too similar. But I, yeah. I, I would cast Kate Blanchett and everything, so... Yeah, true, true. <laughs> good, Very good point. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we have left? Just She-Ra. Just She-Ra. Okay, She-Ra, this was a really hard one for me. Me too. Because it has to be perfect. Um, I initially went with Scarlett Johansson. Okay. But that's so typecasting. Yeah. And honestly, I'm questioning her acting ability in the last five years. <laughs> I don't want to be mean or anything. No. Um, I think it's also the movie she's been in. It hasn't required much acting. You know what I mean? 
That's true. She's kind of gotten to play like just the stern, exactly. badass yeah. female. Which all the she time. needs to be that. So maybe she is a yeah. good fit for it. Maybe. So, but... but if I don't want to cast a Marvel, another Marvel actor, another Marvel character, um, I, 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 here's three right here. I really can't decide. Um, if you dye her hair blonde, uh-huh. I wouldn't mind seeing Olivia Wilde. Okay. Um, there's also Blake Lively. Okay. Or Amber Heard. Okay. I can I can I can see all three of those. Uh, my pick is different. It would also require uh, dyeing her hair blonde. And I look to make just to verify the age range. And uh, she's 35, I believe, and that would be Emily Blunt. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I love seeing her in literally everything. Yeah. No, so. she's amazing. Yeah, she's really gorgeous too. And and uh, I I saw what was it recently? Well, it wasn't recently, but I've you know I've seen her play just the the strong female action hero before, and she mm-hmm. does that very well too. So like live die repeat. Was, yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one and was she in Looper as well? Yep, she was. Yeah, and I think she plays similar. Yeah, role no, that, that, that's so. a great choice. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think also Scarlet is. A, I can't say she's not a good choice, but it would be kind of weird seeing if Chris Hemsworth is He Man, the two of them together. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's very true. And I don't know. I, Scarlet is is well. Whenever I asked my wife who she would pick, her she she said, uh, "What was the second one you said?" Um, uh, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Whenever. Yeah, yeah. She said Blake Lively, and. I had that thought hadn't even entered my mind. Yeah, so you yeah. two are sharing a wavelength on this one. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I think she's probably yeah, she's a good actress. Blake Lively is. I'm trying to remember who I've, she is. I haven't seen. I mean, she's married to to um, Deadpool. To what's his name? Oh right. Oh uh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. We're sounding like old people. I know we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's that guy in Deadpool? <laughs> So we didn't pick all the characters because we, we can go on and on and on. But most of the other characters are like CG characters anyways, besides, you know, the king and queen and that kind of stuff. So right. we didn't pick them. But we did want to talk about people that we hope to God they do not cast in this upcoming movie. Because I have a feeling they might cast one of these people that we're going to talk about right now. Okay. Because they're the kind of people that fit the look, but it just does not fit what they need for this movie. Right. That's the ones I chose at least. Okay. Like, I can so see them getting the rock as he man. Yeah. And please, for the love of God, don't get the rock. He he's he's a cool guy, but he right. plays the rock in everything. It's true. And he's too uh, he's too tan to play He Man. He is, and he's too I honestly think he's too big Maybe. to play He Man. I don't know. It, it whenever I think of He Man, I think of someone who's more toned and slightly smaller, I guess. Yeah. And I don't know, I do feel one thing that I wanted to say is like I was trying desperately to find like a person of another race or nationality to play these roles. But I yeah. I, I couldn't really find a character that that fits for. But I think a lot of the supporting cast could incorporate exactly. really exactly. great people. I agree with that, too. Like I thought of like Denzel Washington as somebody, you know, something I don't care if yeah. you change the, the race of any of the other characters, you know. Yeah, definitely, and and for that matter, Skeletor could be black. I yeah. I didn't even really think about, it. but not if they're brothers, I guess. So yeah, it's true. I don't know. Um, I will say I think Trapjaw, like Ron Perlman, you wouldn't even need oh, to CG that face. No, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just a, a brief aside. Um, and I think I did hear uh, in 
you know, reference to The Rock, I think I did hear that he was being talked about. I don't know if he's being considered, but it just seems yeah. like something they would do. Oh, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, it's rumored that they're thinking of Chris Hemsworth for Lionel in the Thundercat live action movie. Really? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm for that too. You know, I love me some Thundercats and Lionel, so I'm for that too. Right? The, the, the God of Thundercats? Is that what they're going for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kind of along the same line as uh, The Rock, I'm just going with things that I've heard rumored, and I've actually heard that they might want to cast Jessica Lawrence as She-Ra, and I am completely against that idea. Who's Jessica Lawrence again? You, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Jen- I was sorry. Say, yeah, here, the old people are talking again. Yeah. <laughs> that girl from The Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she... Jessica. She fits it, but her acting just doesn't fit it. Right. To me, at least. And I don't know. I don't... It's weird because if I could pick, like, I would actually pick Melindy Britt to play She-Ra just because yeah, she yeah. looks like her. Yeah, the voice. Yeah. And and granted, she's older than the character, you know, is is described as. But like, that's more what I see, and not really Jennifer Lawrence. No, her face, is, her face is, does not fit that character right. to me, at least. I mean, I don't want to be mean or anything. It, she's very pretty. It just doesn't fit She-Ra to me. And her voice doesn't work for me either. No, exactly. Yep, so, I agree. I agree. Um. For my next pick, I can see him doing it. That's why I'm saying it. Don't get Tatum Channing. Channing Tatum? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so old, dude. I'm seriously. <laughs> Man, secrets are being revealed this episode. We're so old and we don't know anything. <laughs> Just don't get Tatum Channing, okay? <laughs> right. No, seriously. I, I can see them do it. When he was announced as Gambit, I was like, Dear God, Gambit's one of my favorite characters in X-Men. Don't do it. His physique doesn't fit it. He's not a very good actor. I just don't see it. Same thing goes for Mm He-Man. I think, I mean, I think he's got acting in him. I just don't think we see it very often. Because I've seen some roles where I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. Uh, But it's just, yeah, he's so typically not. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, I like what he does in the 21 Jump Street, or, like, the mm. Jump Street movies, but I don't think that that fits here. No. And, because uh, I don't know how much of a comedy they're going to make this. Based on that description I read earlier, it doesn't sound like much of one, so. Well, that was my next thing. My next thing on who not to cast, I said, in, yeah. in quotes, I have right here, any comedian. Please don't hire a comedian <laughs> to act in this movie. Yeah, I thought the same thing, and, and this kind of, like, what Funny or Die did with Don Cheadle as Captain Planet. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> Give us Will Ferrell as He-Man or something like that. And that just we don't. I mean, there's going to be some comedy in it, yes, but Hollywood is on this this route that I'm not in love with because it it started. I mean, it started a long time ago, but it's become mainstream with the Marvel movies and Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. The, the comedy's fun, but yeah, each one they're adding ten minutes more into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yep. soon we're just going to get an Avengers movie with like the Three Stooges in it. <laughs> Well, now, now that you say it, that sounds pretty good, actually. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. And do you have any other picks? Um, I have one more pick. Uh, don't get... I actually kind of have two. Um, okay. They go together, though. Don't get John Cena or any wrestler. Okay. Well, I would say maybe Triple H, but no. <laughs> I'm just thinking of long-haired wrestlers. I hope he has long hair, because if not, I really am an old person. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would only accept Macho Man Randy Savage, and since he's not mm, alive anymore, there you go. Yep. <laughs> no, uh, I I agree with that. the The WW 
E entertainment or the WWE films, whatever it is that they do is they're great for what they need to be, but let's not bring them any more mainstream than they although, are. Although, although I am actually very satisfied with John Cena playing um, Duke Nukem. Oh yeah, totally. Cause it, that yeah. was announced a couple weeks ago and I'm, I'm very okay with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty cool with that too. Uh, he, he fits the mold just perfectly. He does, and, he does. And, and Duke Nukem doesn't have to be a, a terrific acted, you know, role. No, no, not at all. I mean, we saw what was it, Daddy's Home Two, uh, uh, over Christmas, and John Cena's got a reasonably sized part in that, and it's it's just he's funny, but you can tell that he's acting, and yeah. that's kind of a problem. So, I yeah, don't don't get anyone that actually takes me out of the movie to watch them. Yeah, and you know what? I'm actually hundred percent okay with you guys getting nobodies for the lead actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as they're I, good actors. I don't want nobodies that were horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm okay with getting people that we don't really know. I'm I'm completely fine with that too, but the problem is if people don't know who they are, exactly. they probably won't go. Exactly. Especially so, with dated material. Yeah. I mean, no offense, but this is kind of yeah. out of left field, the fact that they're even considering it. Yeah, I agree. Without well-known directors, without a well-known, I guess he is a well-known script, you know, writer and yeah. all. Yeah. But without well-known directors, yeah, you do, you might not want to cast nobodies. You want might want a couple big names in there. Mm-hmm. And and one final person that I have, and this is, I would say this ties into comedy, but this guy's not funny. So <laughs> just don't hire Kevin Hart for <laughs> Cringer or for Orko or for anything, because like I could very easily see them doing yeah. that. Yeah, I can see that now too. Thanks. Don't. I, I hate that you put the put that guy into their mind now. And he's <laughs> he's so gonna be Orko. He's gonna be in like this this robe, and he's gonna be. He, they're not gonna CG it at all. He's just gonna be in a robe. <laughs> he's just gonna be screaming at man, <laughs> causing catastrophe. I mean, like the only time that I've ever found him funny was in Central Intelligence, whenever he's playing off the rock, uh. but. He's playing the straight guy, and The Rock is playing the goofball. Like that's pretty good to me, but just he's so loud and he's so obnoxious, yeah. and I I don't think he's funny. And the same character like The Rock is in every movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my last. Please don't do it, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like I like our list, man. I like our movie, and I wish I yeah. could write this movie because I think I can pen a pretty sweet script. <laughs> I think so too. Um, it would it would definitely be fun. That's that's what we need to do next. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Start writing movies. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. This has been a fun one. We need to do more of the Dreamcast ones for uh, other cartoons. That's right. We need to uh, do more episodes where we talk about people whose names we can't remember. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> speaking of, I think it's time for having my my buttermilk and my Bengay. So I need to get going. <laughs> I understand. It is a, it is a quarter past four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that's gonna do it for this episode. Make sure to check us out online, like we said, um, and we will see you guys next time. All right, thanks, guys. I had to do it. I had to do it at some point, right? <laughs> I was hoping you would. <laughs> uh. All right. See you guys next time. <laughs> See ya. That's great. Yeah, thanks for listening to Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks.